From Hollywood to you. Thank you for listening to us. Ryan Seacrest. Seacrest! On air, on air, on air with Ryan Seacrest. I, last night I wanted a snack, and I, and it, it's good news that you guys aren't too close to my mouth right now. Oh. But last night I wanted a snack, and I literally peeled a garlic clove and ate it like it was a nut. I I bit the individual cloves like they were almonds, and for some wow. reason I, it's you know when you have salsa, and you're eating salsa, yeah. and yes. you can't stop, you keep going. There's a little heat to it, and you keep going. Right, right. Try right. raw garlic. Same thing. Why same would you thing. Do that. Well, it's good for you, and I was hungry, and, and it made my cheeks sweat, but I kind of couldn't <laughs> stop. It was like that great food pain, like you know the atomic hot wings. You keep on going. Yeah. Patty, you ever eaten a garlic clove like a an almond? When I had COVID, um, I was sick with COVID. I would cut a piece of uh, garlic in half, and I would swallow the first half in the morning, and swallow the second half with a glass of water in the evening. Just the one I had a bulb. I, I wasn't chewing it, but you were chewing it, right? No, no, I took a bulb I mean... and I broke it into like a handful of nuts. And you right? just started, and I just crunched into it. And I gotta tell you. It was rank overnight. It was I bet. It's rank. probably coming out of your pores right now. Yeah, I think it might be. <laughs> Tubbs, I would give you a sniff of my forearm, but I don't want that. I've taken garlic pills before, and that lingered for but, a week. But what's the point of that? The garlic is so much better. I know. I was. I don't know why I took them. My sister told me to take them for something, and I took they're them They're good for you, though. Garlic no, they're good for really you, good. but I, the garlic pills are good for you. But the garlic's so much better. Like, it just gives right. you satisfaction of it. A natural. I burn. love garlic. I just don't know I that do I too. could chomp on it raw like hey, that. The foundation to all the meals I prepare: olive oil, shallot, garlic, onions, parsley. I'm done. with you on that. Yes, I mean, that's garlic all, and everything. I, I, I start with that, and I don't care what yeah. you put in it. <laughs> and then yeah, you just gotta start throwing stuff in. So start works. throwing stuff in it. All right, listen, it it's up front Thursday. Up front tickets at Kiss FM's Jingle Ball. Sold out. Presented by Capital One. Also, an all new Ryan's Roses after 7 o'clock. And Scott Speedman, 820. You know, Carrie Russell and Scott Foley, who were on a show called Felicity back, back, back in the day when the Staples Center was just being built. Um, <laughs> they, they, uh, there have been rumors, some of them talking about a reunion. And I think Scott Speedman was the only one that they didn't have confirmation from based on our research. It's got Spiven all over the love interest storyline on Grey's Anatomy. Yeah, please don't talk to him. Like, leave him in Grey Sloan Memorial. Don't take him out of there. So, I have been spending a lot of time with my niece recently. Well, I say a lot more time than normal because I had a couple of opportunities to be in Nashville. Tanya followed me there. Okay, Sounds who about followed right. who? Who mm-hmm. booked that trip first? <laughs> Probably me. Yeah, Tanya went to a wedding, so that thing was planned for like months. I went for American Idol auditions. That was planned for years. Yeah, but you didn't know about it till the weekend before, probably. Exactly. That's only because I only look at a week out. <laughs> I only look at a week out. It's too overwhelming. So I was there. I basically babysat my niece. Had some fun ordering from the kids' menu. Started planning the movies. I'm picking out movies we're going to watch over Christmas together on so you know cute. Disney Plus. All fun mm-hmm. stuff. And since you were talking about how when she gets older, Meredith will be faced with a bit of a dilemma, and that is when homework assignments come back, how much you want your child to do well, but you want them to learn, how much do you actually help them with the assignment becomes an issue. 
And we have our first assignment that was given to us or to Aza and Maxon. Um, but, but see, you already made a mistake. Was... You said us. It's really to well, Aza and Maxon. Right, right. But no, no, no. It, it, you know what I found out from the school? It actually is a family. It's supposed to be a family project. This one. This one. But not all of them. So I did not break the rules per se. But I have a feeling you're going to walk right up to that line of breaking the rules when you get a real <laughs> assignment, too, for the kids. <laughs> I just want it to be the best. Hey, but teacher's see, pet. It just, you, you know, it's in my no, blood. I, I, I'm no parent here. But you cannot, you cannot compete. The kids okay, got to do their when work. You see, Ryan, when you see the other turkeys that are being displayed in the hallway at the school, it's like every parent. This is a parent competition at this No, point. but you're but the, not. Like, the kids, guys, the, guys, I know you have to see not, the other turkeys. It. You're all missing <laughs> it. If I, you should see my turkeys. Basically, my handprint on a piece of paper with a crayon, and guess what? It built character. Uh huh. I agree. It, if you start building the turkey and you know going to the arts and crafts school, then how are they going to learn? The 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 turkey, the layout, what, they, what is it called? The um, stencil for the turkey was given to us from the school. But so you they have got an to LA choose Chargers jersey and a Dodgers jersey well, on. It, the assignment was disguise a turkey. So I let the kids have free reign. They colored the turkeys, whatever color they wanted, outside the lines, all of that. I had nothing to do with them actually coloring the turkey. What about the I logos? Just helped them, I helped them with the logos and the uniform. <laughs> I call turkey. cheating. I call cheating to the parents <laughs> that didn't have time to do that. My parents didn't help me with anything. Me either, they didn't and I'm bitter about single, it. Me too, a single project. Mine didn't either. Nothing. Yeah, but the thing is, I call cheating. Because what if I was too busy... To do the stencil, then that's not fair. Well, this is supposed to be a family project. We're supposed to do it together, which we did. We had we had a blast doing this. We we were all around the dining room table. Look, it we all did starts it all with together. the Thanksgiving turkey family special, and then it turns into a history lesson. <laughs> right, right. Okay, but like, how good are the turkeys though? Look at them. Turkeys are brilliant. I mean, that's I the thing. They're too good that they're only going to be disappointed at some point in their lives. These kids. Oh come on, they're three. I have to say I will harbor a grudge forever because of the lack of stenciling Gary Seacrest did with me as a kid. Right? Look, my parents never knew anything that was going on in my school. Same. And, you know, and I, I'm with you. Like, I think it made me the person that I am. I don't need to be that exact same parent to my kids. Like, I want to be very involved and no, involved all of stuff. And then doing the decorations are different no, things. I, I, I had like, to do the logo. as good as they could sell that at the kiosk. This stuff's so good. <laughs> well, thank you. Gosh, I, there's so there's just so much. This assignment is, and I mean, like, I hope they win an award. But you know, when you're dealing with Mesopotamian aqueducts one day, you don't want to step in and well, tell them all about that. You know, I'm going to help as much as I can because I know as soon as they get into like fourth grade or fifth grade and they start doing math that I can't do, I'm out. Oh, so, so. this is you hedging now like, because like, later I, it, it, I'm panicked about all of it, frankly. Which I'm is putting why in my time now. We're all about reusables and getting rid of alleviating the volume of plastics, right? So gyms are by and large open again, and they're very germy. You know that. Like I'm starting to really box now. Tubbs got your attention, and I'm panicked the moment I take my gloves off because I just know there's just kind of crud is growing in there. You know, like crud mushrooms are probably growing in there, right? Fungi. Mm. So that's one thing. The the thing they say 
is the germiest is your refillable water bottle. Oh, I think about that. Wait, why? Why, though? Why do you think about because that? Because sometimes you don't. I mean, I know that, like, you just keep refilling it. Like, I have to make like make it a point to, like, wash the cap, wash take it. out the straw. Well, that's the it. thing. You got to wash it. I guess most people don't wash the reusable. Like, yeah, you just keep refilling. You forget what day it is. And, you're like, and it says 90% of those tests sampled in the lab were contaminated with enough germs to make them sick. Oh, yo. So Ew, I keep my hydro in the bed with me. But sh- sh- why don't you shower it with some dishwash, palm olive? Yeah, like clean yeah. it. <laughs> give it a little brush. Yeah, give it a scrub. Bro. I think I think this is the world saying, "Hey, Tanya, get your yeah. hydro." On air with Ryan Seacrest. All right, it is Thursday morning. Sisney's got the headlines. What are we looking at, sis? Well, Sean Mendez and Camila Cabello have ended their two-year relationship. They both broke the news to us fans in a joint statement posted to their Instagram stories yesterday evening saying they decided to go their separate ways but will remain best friends. The Biden administration is taking steps to help distribute several billion dollars in aid for winter heating and utility bills and an unprecedented sum that comes largely from its $1.9 trillion coronavirus relief package. Aid for renters can also cover utility costs while the money provided to the state, local and tribal uh, tribal governments can help families that face high heating bills and are ineligible for other programs. And the next full moon will be partially obscured by the Earth's shadow for a few hours when the longest, almost total lunar eclipse in nearly 600 years graces the western skies beginning tonight. Up to 99% of the moon will slip into Earth's shadow when the event reaches its peak early tomorrow, at which point it will appear to turn red. This is all uh, coming to us from NASA. Provided that the night sky is clear, a partial lunar eclipse should be visible to the naked eye. On air with Ryan Seacrest. This hour, we're really just a few minutes away from it. All new Ryan's roses. She found something on the scanner. Part of their printer that has her very concerned. Now, for some reason, when I first heard scanner, I thought police scanner because I remember when I was growing up, my grandparents' house, the only thing to do at night was listen to a police scanner in this small town in Pennsylvania. How cool. Kind of scary, actually. Oh, really? And we didn't have cable. It was like, okay, hey, just finished the barbecue. Y'all want to go listen to police scanner? Mm, Yeah. Now, of course, I have the app where I can listen to yeah, any city the app, in the country. I know. Still freaks me out, though. It makes sense to everything now. I'm into it. How does that make sense, Patty? If your generation. If my generation. They, my generation. <laughs> my generation. Did you hear that? My generation? What my generation? What about us? If your generation, that's all they had to pass the time. Hence why we have. Hence why we have helicopter parents. It's like Ryan grew up where like everyone gathers around the radio and like. Sorry, yeah, I did um, not like... grow up with a covered wagon and wooden wheels. <laughs> Sorry, no, I'm working on a podcast with iHeart and I'm trying to connect the dots. So right now, everything that anyone says, I'm like, oh, that makes sense. Why you are the per- the person that you are right well, now? Well, tell iHeart it doesn't. <laughs> uh, you can call iHeart and tell no, them but it, no. It, it makes sense though. If that's all your generation had uh, yeah. at that time. Why are there helicopter parents now? Why? Because they have too much. They had too much time growing up. Because why? No, because the everything you heard, all... everything you heard through the scanner was, 
was problem, you know, was scary and okay. Well, <laughs> still don't think that this podcast is gonna make the connection, but <laughs> we didn't have Tubi when I was growing up. Uh, no. We had the police scanner, and it was a big deal. We didn't even have cable at my grandparents' house. My uh, theory makes sense. <laughs> we get Shannon on the list. Yeah, my generation is your generation. We are the same <laughs> generation. I mean, Maybe Tanya is not. Tubbs looks like a different generation, but I don't. <laughs> are you kidding? Tubbs, Tubbs looks is also young. Gen X. No, I'm wearing sweatshirts like that are even millennialish. Yeah, yeah, that's a cute sweatshirt. Ah. Like, what is that? I, like I just that. found it. I just found it in my drawers. <laughs> so, Can you send me you, a picture of the day. the tag? Yeah, Tubbs, can you come over here and just grab the tag off the back of my neck. Do you mind? Don't you smell like garlic? I don't want to get. I close. do, but not the back of my neck. <laughs> yeah, just make ew. it fast. She would like. Fair she would like point. to get this for Robbie, her boyfriend. Know, hey, it's Shannon. Really strange, you dress uh, him the same as Ryan. I know it's a bit, you know, I think we should go to a therapist about that. We know you have cute style. I think it's a compliment. I want, I want my boyfriend to have cool, I mean, I think he has cool style, but I, I don't want to add to Oh, wow. I just pulled the tag off. There you but go. it'd be like Ryan be like, Tanya, cookies. I love that shirt. I want to buy it for my girlfriend. And then I'd be like, it's sweet. You know, that's not, I agree with Sissini. Mm -hmm. It's one dimension of weird. Um, Shannon, I'm yeah. so sorry. That you're hearing all. I'm sorry. This is even broadcast actually today. <laughs> you know what? I think I agree with Tanya on this one. If you want my Thank two you. cents. Well, Thank how you. could you agree? Oh, she you wants go. to dress Robbie like I dress. No, maybe the color matches his eyes or no, maybe it, it like really defines your arms. I don't know. No, like, but girl, it is everything. It's like Ryan comes in with a bracelet. What's that bracelet? Ryan has new <laughs> joggers. What are those joggers? What are those shoes? It's, it's head to toe. Every they have okay, like a okay, okay. similar That's aesthetic. A I'm glad somebody <laughs> noticed. <laughs> one, wait, first of all, one degree of weird is like my new catchphrase. I feel like I always kind of take it just like one degree of weird. Yeah, that kind of describes you perfectly. All right. Yeah. Listen, Shannon, I'm going to ask a favor of you. If we're all pitching in <laughs> okay. together, I need you to hold on because we have to come back and then we'll be able to talk to you. Okay. <sighs> okay. Sounds good. Somebody I'll, I'll wait. The old generation debate. And so we got sidetracked here. <laughs> All right. Tubbs, what's the, hang on, Shannon. Don't go anywhere. We are going to take your call. She's calling about, it, it, the only reason I have to do this is because I think we actually need to spend some time with Shannon. She's about to get married, dot, dot, dot. Tubbs, what's the name of the brand? Next Level Apparel. Oh, what up? Okay, cute. I like the color. I think it'd be really nice yeah. on his skin tone. Yeah, there are levels to it. There are levels to it. All right. So. On air. On air with Ryan Seacrest. It's up front Thursday. Okay, but do not throw us off. We got to get to Shannon. Oh no, she fell off. She dropped. Oh no! Oh, no. that's the worst news ever. Oh, she's back. How you doing, Shannon? I am doing so well. How are you? Super good. Thank you for hanging on forever. There, of we appreciate course. it. So, all right, forget of all our family drama. Now you're about to get married, and it says "but," but what? Wow, that's so, uh, we're leading you here. So, so I'm about to get married, but, um, I just had a question about like finances. So right now we've been dating and we're engaged and we split everything 50, 50, like, you know, okay. even it out, but now we're about to get married and, you know, I think we'll have individual accounts too, because you never know what life's going to throw, but we're going to have combined accounts and that's going to pay for rent and bills and groceries, et cetera, et cetera. But here's my question. I make maybe like almost double my fiance. 
And does that mean we should stop splitting things 50-50? Should I be, you know, doing more because I make more percentage-wise? Or I don't really know. Where do you live in the Los Angeles area? Yes. Just thinking the cost of living. It's, uh, it's expensive. <laughs> I'm going to ask Sisney about this because she and her husband, Michael, both work. And I know what Sisney makes. Um, and, you know, <laughs> we have our own personal accounts that we've had since we were like 15, right? That has yeah. never changed. And I and I like having that because it's nice for birthdays and Christmas and things like that. Where you can kind of just like buy things and they don't know that you might be buying them a gift. <laughs> Definitely. Um, but we do have a joint account and we have a joint credit card. And do you and fund the joint account at yes. the same time? So my equally? page, I'll tell you exactly what I do. We, my paycheck, I do 80% of my paycheck into our joint and then 20 goes to me. And that's where you buy your like, sushi hey. lunch. And, and that's like my fun. <laughs> yeah, that's my fun spending cash or whatever. But you, you guys both, it's really pretty incredible. They both work full time and they've got three kids that they're raising. So many people are doing that too. And but it's interesting to hear the architecture of splitting it up like that. It is so interesting. I always wonder about it too. Well, what do you, what do you think you'll do with Robbie in a, about a year? I honestly have no, <laughs> I have no idea. Like I have friends that are married that still Venmo each other, like when Payback. their rent is due or whatever. Yeah. So I right, think that's what I do whatever, right now. Yeah, I don't want to continue to do that forever. But you know, I have don't you know. Said, have you like, had a I conversation make... with him yet about this? Um, no, you know, I want to get some thoughts and secondhand opinions first before I'm right. like, hey, I make more. So, like, what does that mean? But yeah, like, that doesn't matter. Like, if you're making more, like, down the road, it's like, all oh, your money is just going to go towards each other and right. the family. And then once you have kids, kids yeah. it's like. Can I like, ask, Sissini, does your husband also put 20% in his own personal account? And so you both um, just contribute 80% and that's, that's it. Uh, no, Michael contributes 100%. <laughs> oh. To his what account? To everything. Like, it's like, you know what I mean? It's like. He doesn't our, split? It was like a joke the other day. One of my girlfriends is like, oh, you know, it's like, I, I need to make more money or this and that. And I looked at him like, honestly, you probably have more money than I do at this point because all of my money goes away. Like, we get paid and it goes and to. And then you spend it you on know, the family. Pre, and the, it goes yeah. to preschool. It goes to this. It goes to bills. Like, every single paycheck almost, you know? And so we just, we have our savings account and that's it. But my husband and I just put it all in you know right, and the, the Patty, 20 percent that i do have it's like it's peanuts compared Patty, to what everything a else few, a few seconds we got to take a break here but you have studied the economics of different businesses and probably a situation like this how do you look at it i think it should be split right in half it doesn't matter who makes more or less um what i do what we do here i make a lot more than michael and we just assess right. how much we owe a month and for example it's going to change because yesterday we got a supplemental tax bill so it's going to change now but it's literally half and half mortgage and bills half and half every week we add to the pot and everything else is our, oh. everything else belongs but i think to the good news shannon is that there is a conversation that can yeah. be had that's not uncommon definitely here. you know yeah. what i mean this yeah. is not something that people haven't talked about before and yeah. And I think you hear from, you know, everybody here, there's some different scenarios, but Definitely. do you have kids? No. Are you gonna? Um, no. Okay. Well, oh, then that may change. The, that may change. <laughs> <laughs> you're gonna, you're gonna have to, why are you calling us? Oh, uh, you don't fine. need us. <laughs> uh.
All right, well, good luck. Hey, congratulations. Marriage is great. Yeah. Um, I don't right know here. if that means so much coming from someone not married, but I'll take it. Thank you. Well, I'm not married. <laughs> I not, love her. Not, I'm not married. That is right. But everyone around me, at least That's today, seems happy about it. All right. Yeah. Bye, Shannon. Thank you. She's kind of fun. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. That's interesting. I'm glad that she called because it is an awkward. It's one of those conversations, Patty. You brought it up a while ago. Like talking about money is something that we grew up never, ever, ever yeah. asking or talking about ever. But you have to now. All right. On air. On air with Ryan Seacrest. One of two point seven Kiss FM. It's time for. Ryan's Roses. Courtney in Huntington Beach has written to us saying, the other day I found a hotel receipt under the flap of the scanner on top of our printer. It's a romantic hotel by the ocean. My husband's name is on it. I've never stayed there. So, Courtney, I will spare you telling me the feeling you got when you saw this, like your gut just dropping. But is there any, since you sent us this email, have you figured out any potential plausible explanation for this i mean no no it's a romantic hotel and i've never been there i don't know he said he was i mean i went back and i tried to figure out he said he was going golfing with his brother in palm springs that weekend but i i just i'm afraid of asking him i'm i'm afraid of him denying it i'm just i'm just i'm not sure i want to catch him off guard i just don't know i don't know what it's about I just have no what's, idea. What, what's the date? When are we talking about? It's dated February of 2020. February 23rd. It's for two nights. Oh. Right. So Valentine's Day timing? Yeah, uh, not far off. Right. Well, that I, I mean, that's why I'm even more suspect here. All right. So yeah. it's a romantic hotel by the ocean. <sighs> it seems weird that he was scanning it, though. That makes me think it's for work or it was for... I don't know. Over a year and a half ago, too. I mean, yeah. If you just turned us on, we're about to make the Ryan's Roses call this morning. We got to know Courtney a second ago. So she found a receipt under the flap of the scanner on top of her printer for a romantic hotel by the ocean. Her husband's name is on it. She says, we never stayed there. So what's the explanation? Now, the hotel... Could be romantic or could not be romantic, depending on the beholder. Mm-hmm. We'll see. This was like a year and a half ago. So, Courtney, I need you to say, Ryan, you have my permission to call in and your husband's name on Kiss FM. Go ahead. Ryan, you have my permission to call on Kiss FM. We're going to do that right now. Be very quiet until we tell him he's on the air. And good luck. Thank you. Hello. Hi, I'm looking for Marco. This is Marco. Who's this? Hi, my name is Favi. I'm calling from HB Blooms. How are you doing this morning? Pretty good. I'm calling because we're offering local residents a promotion today. It's a dozen free red roses that you can send to anybody that you'd like. They are absolutely free. I don't need anything from you. No cash, credit card, or anything like that. We just hope that you refer us to friends and family if you like our arrangements. Is this something that you'd be interested in? Uh, like literally free? 
Yeah, we can just start with the name of the person you want to send them to, and we can put a note on them, and they'll receive them by lunchtime today. All right. It's kind of weird, but um, okay. Uh, Great. Send them to my wife mm-hmm. uh, with a note that says, dinner Saturday night with a question mark, and then love, Marco. And what's your wife's name? Laura. I need to get on this. Marco, don't hang up, please. Your voice is being broadcast on the radio. I have your wife on the line named Courtney. Courtney, are you his wife or is Laura his wife? I mean, I for the last seven years, I thought I was his wife. Marco, what's your wife's name? Courtney? Hello? What's your wife's name, Marco? Your voice is being broadcast. What's your wife's name? My wife's name is Courtney. What is going you just, on? Sorry, hold on, Marco. Mm. I just heard you say my wife's name is Laura. Who is Laura, and what are you doing having dinner with her Saturday night? Love, Marco. Oh, my God. Wait, I don't... I'm confused as to what's going on right now. What is... So, what is this Marco, about? no one's more confused than Courtney, your wife. Who is I mean, Laura, and why did you say your wife? Just explain it to Courtney right now. Okay, <laughs> look, uh, I don't know. I don't understand what's going on here. I don't you know need what to the... tell me what's going on right now. You need to tell me what's going on right now. There's nothing Who's going Laura? on. There's nothing going on. I don't know what kind of shenanigans are going on. What kind of weirdness you're up to, but uh. Yeah, yeah, I'm not either. It's like we're going to become something completely different, and this is like really, really like this is disgustingly eye opening. Marco, spare us the charades here. You just sent roses to a woman you called your wife. That's not your wife. So you're having an affair with Laura. Please tell Courtney what's going on. Okay, look, Courtney, we need to talk, obviously, but I promise you, okay, please listen to me when I say this. There's nothing going on. Okay, I I because you think I'm cheating on you, but I am not. Okay, I swear. Okay, but, but no, 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 no. You just said Laura is a wife. I mean, like seriously. And now, like, there's like this whole other issue that we haven't even. I mean, like you're having romantic getaways you elsewhere. Just sent her and, like, you sent her red roses, Marco. What is going on, bro? Hurry up! Look, we saw the receipt. I, the receipt. Yes, to the hotel in Santa Monica or the beach, wherever it was. Hotel? What receipt are you talking about? It was on the printer. It was on the scanner on the printer. And the one that we obviously don't use it very often, but there's this thing on your with your name for two nights at a romantic ocean hotel. What in the world? What? What? I don't even know. I I have to sit down. Like, I I can't even. I don't even know what's going on. Like, can you please? Look, I don't know what's going on. Marco, come on. Really? you got a lot of people in their cars wondering what is happening with you. You just sent Laura dinner Saturday. Love, Marco. Called her your wife. Courtney's on the phone. She's your wife. So just tell her that you are having an affair. People need to get to work. Okay, not that it's any of your I just want to do this on the radio. Okay, babe, I'll be Neither home in 10 she. minutes. Oh, we're it's done. It's already done right on now. the radio. No, this is happening. Everyone, yeah. I'll be home in 10 minutes. We could talk about this in person, not on the radio. All right? Oh, no. You're, this, is, this, is, this is beyond anything I can do with you. No, this is, this is too much. There's nothing to talk about, Marco. 
I don't think you should come home anytime soon. He's hung up. I don't see him on the line. Uh, Courtney, look, there's it, you, I, we can't get more clarity than that. Not much more. That is uh, about as clear as we get to his wife, Laura. Yeah. Dinner Saturday night. Love Marco. He's obviously having an affair with Laura. You should, do you know who Laura is? I, I mean, I, I, I'm not. I have no idea. I have no idea even who he is. I have no idea what's going mm-hmm. on. And how could he call her his wife? Like, I just that. What type of relationship is that? How long have they been together? It's, I, I have so many questions, too. Okay. Here's the I mean, thing. This is, this, I'm sorry. This, I'm sorry for this. I mean, I, I, I don't know. I'm embarrassed. No, you don't apologize. Don't be embarrassed. We're going to let you go. Please take that information and do with it what you wish. Thank you very much. But that's very clear to me. Very clear to me. Yeah. Good luck, Courtney. Well, thank you for helping me figure it out. Ah, shoot. What? What now? Well, it's kind of right after my Thanksgiving cheating on the diet week. I got to be on stage with BTS. Well, you know, everyone's doing that oversized look. So you oh, can I should oversize something really it. baggy. Yeah. yeah what's up? Something really oversized. <laughs> Honestly, <laughs> yeah, Ryan wore. Oh, I can't that. imagine Ryan in oversized clothes. Well, I that can't was like either. the look way back in the day. It's it, all that styles back in, like the baggy sure. jeans from the nineties. You know, when you're my height, you can't wear baggy. I know. That's Bieber why I'm does. always painted on. It's Justin Bieber. So, <laughs> yeah, Justin Bieber, bro. You're Ryan Seacrest, bro. Yeah. yeah. Well, right. Thank you for making my point. <laughs> exactly. I, I think, think you're the same height, no? Doesn't even matter for the same height. The guy's got tattoos and hit records. Okay. Yeah, if you had tattoos, you could totally wear baggy pants. I think what? so. That makes I should no probably sense. get tattoos at some point. So what? You've got a tight fade and a trimmed brow. <laughs> trimmed brow. <laughs> I was waiting for chiseled face or something, Anything. and it was the trimmed brow. Trimmed that was a real brow. letdown. <laughs> so, well, no, I was just thinking because I want to be in the fighting shape when I head out there with, you know, BTS to intro the whole deal. I just can't right. picture you in like a Justin Bieber outfit. Like imagine Ryan in like baggy jeans and a baggy tee. And, like, I'm telling you. A bucket hat. in. I feel like if Get I it. wore that out on stage at Jingle Ball, I would literally be booed off the stage. Myself. <laughs> That's how I feel. <laughs> or it would just be complete silence. Or, 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 or yeah, it might be like pin drop. What? What? Yeah. <laughs> All right, listen. I want to get to it. This Ryan's Rose has got me all spiraled. So, Courtney married to Marco. She finds a receipt from a romantic hotel from back in February, a year and a half ago. She's like, I haven't been there. Get Marco on the phone. He literally says to you, Sissini, I'd like to send the roses to my wife, Laura. So, all right, the guy's got two things going on here. My question is, did he just say my wife to make it easier in the phone conversation? It's really just his mistress? Or is he married to Laura, too? That's yeah, what I don't, because I can't. He did say, send it to my wife, and then he gave me the no, and then I had to say, what's your wife's name? So that's when he did pause for a second and then said, Laura. Right, but was he, did he know he was guilty, so he called Laura his wife to make it sound normal to you, knowing really it's this woman yeah. he's seeing on the side from I his mean, wife, Courtney? I, I don't know how you are married to someone for seven years and also married to somebody else at the same time. So I'm sure, maybe. Well, we've had conversations here with people who have pulled that off. Not for seven years, I don't think. But somehow. Yeah. It's so bad. Courtney needs to find out. I mean, if it's you, you're going to find out who Laura is, right? 
Uh, yeah. Quinn, how are you doing? I'm well, thanks. How are you guys doing? Doing well. So you say you cannot be oblivious. What do you mean? Oh, well, I mean, Courtney's obviously having a bad day, but she can't be oblivious that there's other signs if this guy's got a second wife. Like, mm-hmm. it's not just going to be one receipt and a printer, you know, and a scanner. Like, she needs to start snooping around and see what else is going oh, on. Oh, you're saying where there's smoke, there's fire. Mm. Oh, gosh, completely. No, the right? other thing like, is, did she see more smoke and just turn the other way for a while because she didn't want it to be a reality? And then she sees this thing on the printer and it's like, okay, this is real. I don't know. Yeah, so exactly. you, you don't want to admit it. Yeah, like you're trying to shield yourself from it. But this guy's got to be one heck of a scam artist if he's if he's pulling this off. And she needs to open her eyes and, and start realizing what's right in front of her. Just when I think marriage is a great idea. Literally this morning, this stuff happens. Marriage is a great idea when you find the right person. Talk to George Clooney yeah. about that. Oh, you heard what George yeah, Clooney right? had to say about There's that? Some, well, he said, I'm never going to get married. I'm never going to have kids. But then, and then it the comes right person all. walks in the room. Have y'all heard that? Tanya, you heard that yeah. one? Uh, yeah. Uh-huh. Coming up in the trending report. Oh, thank you, Quinn. All right. That's coming up in the trending report? It is. Sure is. <laughs> George Clooney thing? Yeah. Really? Yeah. So I think we just did it, though, didn't we? <laughs> I mean, I, <laughs> I heard him say it somewhere. I saw yeah, it on, on Instagram. He was on a podcast. Uh, okay, that's right. Yeah. Well, good. Let's reiterate what he said and why he said it. And actually, it's a beautiful thing he said. On air. On air with Ryan Seacrest. Uh, all right, hold what you're about to do there. Scott Speedman is on the line. I think I was introduced to Scott Speedman through the WB when it was a thing back in the day when he starred in Felicity with Throwback. Scott Foley. Scott's the Scots, right? Mm-hmm. And he's with us now. And I know, Tanya, you're very protective of your Grey's Anatomy cast, so forgive me if I ask him about a Felicity reunion. I'm just so saying I, it ahead of time. I refrain from putting on my Grey's Anatomy scrub right now. Why? Why refrain? Yeah, put Where it on. Probably. Should I? Well, not. You I can't mean, yeah. change now. Yeah, I can. I think he's just on the phone, anyways. But you know, just that's uh, all right for power. You, whatever you feel like you want to <laughs> <For> do. Power. <laughs> um. Hey, Scott. How are you, man? Hey, good. How you doing? We're doing well. Thanks for coming on. Uh, Tani was just telling me that she was uh, 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 about to what, Tanya? So I have my Grey's, my official Grey's Anatomy scrubs, and I was going to wear them for this interview, but I'm oh. refraining because I'm trying to be professional. Yeah, be professional. Come on. But wait, hold together. on for a second. Scott, what are official Grey's Anatomy scrubs? You mean like... Hey, what, what, I don't know. You're asking the wrong guy. I have no idea. <laughs> Did they say Grey's Anatomy on them? Or they just <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Yeah, they say Grey's Anatomy. They're like the ones that you guys wear on the show. Oh, really? Yeah, <laughs> they're from the Aren't kiosk. They the blue scrubs. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they're the merch. Yeah. They're the, I guess they're the merch you can buy on Amazon. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I'm not getting a cut of that, so I have no idea. Uh, hey, well, this is big news, and we are fans yeah. of Grey's Anatomy tonight. Nine ABC. Okay. Uh, it's also on you. I mean, there's, there's, it's an embarrassment of riches. There's so much to cover with you, but um, fans. Mm-hmm. Scott, and I know you knew this getting into it, but fans are very intense when it comes to Meredith's love interests, aren't they? They are. Yeah, they are. Actually, I didn't know that. I thought it was going to be, you know, uh, a walk in the park, uh, but it was uh, not that way. 
they had some opinions early on. But I think I'm winning them over. I'm not sure. But they were very <laughs> passionate right away. They weren't weren't sure about who I was. I was just kind of dropped in there, and they they didn't take too kindly to it. So we'll see how that works out by the end of the season. Well, Tanya's speechless. No, well, he's right because I feel like we are we're we're very protective over our girl Mare. But I will tell you, yeah, so I was a little yeah. bit iffy. I was really iffy with you, but I feel like I haven't seen chemistry yeah. with Meredith and anybody else since Derek until you. I feel like you have the Derek Shepherd energy with her, so I feel like this is going to be going yeah. very far. But why were you iffy? This is what I don't understand. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because Meredith's been through a lot, and we're protective over her. All right, yeah. So, I mean, you know, I don't, why why me? Why if he was me? That's what I don't understand. Here's what I love is that we cannot separate Scott Speedman from Dr. Nick Marsh. It's like the no. same dude, right? <laughs> there is no intersection of separation yeah, anymore, Speedman. No, no. Mm-hmm. He, I, like you're I'm literally you're going to be standing in line for coffee, and this is the kind of stuff that's going to come up because we only know you now as Dr. Nick Marsh. Yep. No, no. I hope that's Well, Matthew true. Engler. Well, Matthew and Engler also well. Matthew from you. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Matthew Engler is Yeah, the guy. The guy next door. That's what I get <laughs> Neighbor. A lot when I'm walking around. Neighbor hey, guy. What is, so we, let's talk about you for just a second, which is on Netflix. Yeah, and sure. what is it? This is a show about murderers. What is it that has us yeah. rooting for sometimes what we think on paper should be the wrong side? Oh, I have no idea. I think, I mean, Dexter does it too. I just saw a promo for yeah. that, and it sort of plays in similar territory. People love it. I don't know. I mean, I think when you got a really strong lead like Penn, it makes it easier. And, you know, the way they shoot it is really glamorous and interesting. So I think it's a whole package. But, you know, why people go so crazy about it, you know, it's above my pay grade. I'm not sure. But, uh, yeah, my girlfriend loved it. I watched it over her shoulder. And then when I got the chance to be on it, I jumped on it. <laughs> I didn't watch it. Um, but, yeah, she loved it. She loved it. So. Well, you've made yeah, some good choices. Yeah, we all choices. do. Um, we're talking to Scott Speedman here. Formerly, I mean, I'm, we're Dr. Nick Marsh, Matthew Engler, formerly Ben Covington. And we had Foley on the other day. Have you heard what he's been talking oh, about? Oh, yeah? Yeah. No. So let me yeah. no, find this clip real quick. All right, so listen, to, this is Scott. We're talking about, hey, you know, so many things are making comebacks and people are busy doing other right. things. But it's also cool now to go do something that you've done before again. Would there ever be a Felicity reunion? And here's what Scott said. We had a reunion, uh, like a 20-year reunion of the show a few years ago. And I got to be around a lot of them. But I hadn't seen I hadn't seen Carrie Russell in 14 years. Scott Speedman in about the same time. And, wow. and we were all on stage. And I missed them. And I loved their energy and being around them again. So for that reason. If it came to fruition, it would be something that I would definitely consider. All right, so here's match that quote you just gave us with hers. I'm going to read hers directly. She says, <laughs> quote, I'll do it. Okay. People need a feel-good something that would be a feel-good something. Right. right. So there's. So we got two pretty positive <laughs> quotes here. We just got to track down Speedman. Well, good, good luck, me. Good luck getting no, well, you got to track down J.J. <laughs> Abrams and Matt Reed. <laughs> so J.J. All right, J.J.'s on the line for this now. Yes, you got to get the JJ Star Wars guy and Batman guy. I mean, they're busy fellas, so I mean, <laughs> they right. to come back to do a. Sh- yeah, they did all right coming off of Felicity. I mean, that was their first show, but if if they weren't involved in it, it would be really difficult. But yeah, I mean, I'm like the other two in that way that if it you know it came about and it was a cool storyline and something to do it, yeah, I'd absolutely do it. But That's the fine. danger with all that is you, you can kind of ruin it too. You don't want to go back and have you know leave a bad taste in people's mouths about it. 
So. Yeah. Well, I figure. Look, I think you have the perfect hedge there. If JJ's involved, the answer is yes. If he's not, the answer is no. And I think you're covered. Yeah. There we go. That's perfect. Uh, I like that. I mean, I'll walk away with that one. Scott's beaming with us. Grey's Anatomy tonight, nine o'clock ABC. You season three streaming on Netflix. Mm-hmm. Uh, and congratulations on being a dad. Your daughter. Bro. Yeah. Oh yes. A couple weeks ago. Yes. That's no true. sleep right now, but yeah. Um, so this feels, you know, doing a live interview feels interesting for sure. Well, Mine just turned three months, so I'm with you on the no sleeping oh, wow. train. <laughs> oh wow, three months! Does it get does it get better at three months? Or is it honestly, she same? just started. Mine's just started sleeping through the night right when she hit three months. So yes, I'm in. Okay, okay. it's getting better. <laughs> you got a few more months, okay, bro. <laughs> okay, that's right. I can do it. It's a beautiful name. I just is Pfeiffer is the first name. Yeah, Pfeiffer Lucia Speedman. Wow, it's Beautiful. gorgeous. Did, was it hard to pick? I don't yeah. have kids yet, Scott, so I always think about people yeah. and the naming thing. Was that tough? I mean, it wasn't really, you know, uh, it wasn't really my call. Uh, she was doing all the work, so she got to, to name <laughs> the, the kids. So we spent a lot of time in Big Sur, and Julia Pfeiffer is one of the, you know, the main first settlers up there, I think. So that, that's where that came from. And, yeah, we played around with some different names. Once she said Pfeiffer, I sort of. You know, jumped on that. I thought it sounded amazing. It does. Really it is uh, really mm-hmm. beautiful. Well, thanks, Scott, for coming on. You yeah, take good care, definitely. right, bro? Keep it up. All right. Thanks, guys. Bye. I like Scott's vibe. He's like, yo, I don't know. I was watching you over my girlfriend's shoulder and said, <laughs> well, I'll go on that one. Grace, yeah, I don't know. It seems pretty chill. good to me. I'm on that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Pfeiffer, one of the settlers. I don't know, I'm down. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he has zero sleep right now, so I get it. But we did just get Scott Foley, Scott Speedman, and through an article, Carrie Russell's commitment to come back to Felicity. Let's not bury the lead here. Agreed. Guys, so J.J. Abrams, bro. It's all sitting here for the taking, low-hanging fruit. All right, let's go back to it. We were talking about marriage just this hour. Sisney says it's gracing the world. Mm-hmm. I'm doing all my research on it every day here. And I guess George Clooney put it out into the universe on a podcast somewhere that he never thought he would get married and he never thought he would have kids. And then at 50-whatever, mm-hmm. he did both, didn't he? Yep. Yeah. Got married at 53 and had his twins at 56. And twins. So I wonder what happens. You meet the right person. Sure, there's that. Are we doing this now? Uh-huh. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yep. Well, Tanya has a trending report and the details. Go ahead. <laughs> I wanted I to hope. tell you. I wanted to tell you this because George Clooney. So he was on WTF with Mark Marin, his podcast, and he basically was saying that he was in that state of mind. Like I was not going to get married and I wasn't going to have kids, and that's just where he was at. And it just goes to show you that you plan for something in your future. But then when the right person comes into your life, they shake it up and things But was change. he tempted at – he was never tempted with any of the women he dated over the years? Because he dated. No. He was I never mean, tempted. He, he didn't go into details of if he Got was tempted. It. But he did say that he was very uh, set on no marriage, no kids. And he dated a lot. He mm-hmm. dated a lot. And at 53, Amal comes into his life and changes his mind. Yeah, so the quote is, he said, I didn't want to get married, I didn't want to have kids, and then this extraordinary human being walked into my life, and I just 
fell madly in love. And I knew from the minute I met her that everything was going to be different. So yeah, wow. got married at 53. And then basically he was talking about the when they decided that they wanted to have kids. Um, they were at like a dinner party and they walked outside and they were saying like, how lucky are we that we found this and that maybe we should share this luck with. Did he ever say, offspring. cause I'd be curious to know why from early on in life, wherever he decided this, why did he decide that he didn't want to get married and not want to have kids? There's gotta be a real root reason for that. Mm-hmm. It is interesting. I, he didn't go into that. Just like there's a real reason I'm scared of it, right? We've got. To, I'm not sure why yet, but I'll figure it out. And you've never gotten close? Yeah, he said he's got a ring before. Okay, close. Well, thank you. I guess you it's did. close. Well, yeah. I thought about getting a ring at once. One point. Okay, that's different than getting a ring. I didn't get it. Oh. I, I thought about it. I oh. went through the process of how do you even get a ring, right? You go to the jeweler. I know, but which one, <laughs> right? And how do you do it by surprise? And how do I educate myself in the architecture of a ring? I mean, all those things. So you got you got close. No, you started thinking. It's never off the table for you. I didn't say marriage. I said a ring. Yeah. And now that I know he didn't actually buy it, that's not very close. Thinking about it, like... Pfft. Okay. I think that's huge for Ryan. <laughs> Judge Judy. <laughs> well, after the show yesterday, I mentioned something in our virtual meeting that I didn't want to be true. I remember seeing it and I had heard the story that possibly Camila Cabello and Shawn Mendes were gonna break up. But it was like I, a rumor. I, 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 it was a rumor, but I had heard that, I, I got a little wrong, cause I, I thought they were in a, I thought Camila was taking <laughs> a course in economics in a business class. And I said, apparently somebody in her business class is talking about her wanting to know what movies you watch when you break up with somebody, something or sad song, something like that. Right, right, right. And it turns out that I was wrong about the class that she was on an airplane. We think in business class. So an honest Which mistake. Makes a lot more sense. It's an honest mistake. But we were all with you. We were like, oh, cool. She's taking courses. Well, but we also didn't really know if it were true or not. So we moved on. The day evolved, and nightfall came, and. Then you see that they've released a statement saying that uh, they've broken up and they remain right. best friends. So, Tanya, what do you know now? Yeah, I mean, basically, exactly like what you said. We didn't really believe it was true. We were like, this is how rumors get started. But then, sure enough, shortly, a few hours later, they both posted this joint statement saying that, hey, guys, we've decided to end our romantic relationship but our love for one another as humans is stronger than ever. We started our relationship as best friends and will continue to be best friends. We so appreciate your support from the beginning and moving forward, Camila and Sean. I mean, I was surprised. They made it through quarantine together. They got a dog together. I didn't see this coming. Well, quarantine for, you have to step into the shoes if you can of a schedule like Sean and Camila. They're individual solo stars. And their schedules are solely demanding where they've got to be in different places without each other all the time. So in right. quarantine, it might make more sense that they would grow closer together because they're in the same place. But once reality kicks back in and life right. begins, and again, I haven't spoken to either of them, so I, I don't know. But once, if you just look <laughs> on the outside, once life starts again, she's got her incredibly packed schedule and he's got his too and it's probably all over the place then they're not together much and you have to wonder 
how much that played into it when they say, hey, let's look each other in the eye and say this is going to be virtually impossible to maintain the bond that we had when we've got to – and they're young. They've got to step into their moment or totally. it will become, I'm sure, a long, long, long life of their stardom. But they're young in terms of settling down as two solo pop stars. But everybody says, date your best friend. It's the greatest thing ever. Friendship is the best foundation for a relationship. And then when it doesn't work out. But maybe they should date their best friend in 10 years. They've got a lot to do. And I think (laughs) Mm -hmm. I, I, I could see this. This is just hypothetical. I could see them saying, we have love for each other. We're very, very close. No one's closer than we are. I'm Shawn Mendes. I'm Camila Cabello. This doesn't happen to people. Mm-hmm. I, I gotta, I gotta go be Camila Cabello. I gotta go be Shawn Mendes. And if it's meant to be, we'll end up right back here as best friends and together again. I could see that's that right. conversation happen. Mm-hmm. And yeah, that's a hard one. So too. That's a hard one. Mm. Well, but, we wish them well. But the good news in it is. Sounding what you just told me sounds like everything's friendly between the two, which makes me sleep at night. Yeah, it sounds friendly for sure. That's true. But, and also feel like great music is going to come out of this. Heartbreak music is the best. Yeah. What if they did a duet? A heartbreak oh, power a post-breakup to duet. <laughs> that's, that would be I don't know if that's ever happened. Never done before, I don't think. So they both write a song and they're not together about their breakup and they sing it together and there are cameos on tour. And his is his side and hers is her side of the story. Uh, and so together, you know they're different. Well, they're different, but they're still best friends, so it's going to work. There's not going to be a battle over it. Right. But I think that could be interesting. I think you're onto something. I don't know if the Mendezes are listening or the Cabellos or any of their party. It's going to be interesting. On air. On air with Ryan Seacrest. Yeah, I just want to stop for a second and bring in Juan. Juan is an active duty police officer in L.A. County. And if you read about this, you'll understand a little bit. But I wanted to know more about how this is happening and how widespread it is. But the other day, LAPD, for example, issued a warning about these follow-home robberies. And they mentioned certain areas, Melrose, Fairfax, those districts. But there have been over a hundred incidents across L.A. in which suspects target victims who are at restaurants. We're finally going back out to places, going Mm -hmm. back out to eat. But look over your shoulder because if you're carrying a purse that they recognize that might be expensive or jewelry that you're wearing, I guess they have been following people home. And robbing them. Yeah, one of the latest ones was a couple coming from the highlight room in Hollywood all the way up to Upland. They followed them to Upland. So let me bring in Juan, who's an active duty police officer in L.A. County. Juan, thanks for coming on this morning. Great. Good morning. Thanks for having me. Of course. So what happens? The thief identifies something of value and then what? That's exactly what happened. Uh, these crews, what we think is going on is there's some robbery crews um, following people, probably using social media and other means, and they realize that the victims have value, things of value, a house that's very valuable, affluent neighborhood, and they start stalking them and then follow them home. 
and you know do a takeover robbery. And how? What do they? They get out of the the victims get out of the car and they're attacked, or they go into the home. What's generally happening? A little bit of both. As they're getting out, you know, the crew comes up on them. Especially think of it's a woman by herself coming home, not expecting, didn't realize she was being followed, and it can be very overwhelming. Now she's overwhelmed. Sure. Sometimes they're armed. Wow, it's you know, scary. Yeah, very scary. It's so scary. So, what do you suggest, Juan, for? people to do to protect themselves from something like this? Well, the most important thing is to be vigilant, you know, of your surroundings, you know, you know, pay attention to what's going on around you. Um, as you're driving home, your normal routine, you know, try to see, is this, have I seen these cars before? Am I being followed? This type of thing. And then not putting your entire personal life uh, on social media, you know, yeah. Showing where you're having lunch and that you're gone and you're on vacation and, oh, I'm home now, you know, landing at LAX and this sort of thing because it's very easy to be stalked that way. Yeah. It is true. When you're posting present moments mm-hmm. and you're – well, you're creating vulnerability, aren't you, Juan, with every one of those posts? Mm-hmm. Very much so. And is yeah, this is, is this something you've been seeing, these follow-home robberies, they're calling them? Have you been seeing an increase in these over the last – days weeks months i would say over the last few months we've noticed you know an obvious increase sometimes it's hard to to uh you know come up with the stats on crime but this is very obvious we're a lot of it are, are, they, are, are, are the 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 bad people working together on this um i don't know i don't know i don't want to speculate i don't know if that's what's going on but it does seem like there's different crews uh yeah. targeting certain people do you think that it's because it's more common to wear a mask out in public now that there's been an increase i think there's an increase in violent crime and property crime throughout the county of los angeles because there's less prosecution there's less conviction and people Mm -hmm. that should be they're committing violent crimes and should do long you know prison sentences are doing six years instead of 25 to life you know and so people are getting braver uh, the criminals are getting braver. We're, we're seeing it all over social media where, you know, two guys walk into a convenience store and just start loading up the stuff and walking out because there's no consequence for their criminal actions. So I want I just want to make sure we're clear. This is really a frightening situation. But if you think you're being followed, what do you do? I would uh, get on the phone and call 911 and I would not go to my house. Drive mm-hmm. somewhere else drive somewhere else, drive to a public area, do not go into your house. Um, and, you know, I, this is one thing I like to tell the public. Never hesitate to call 911. The police, we're here to help you, okay? And we're never going to be upset that you called us and it didn't turn out to be a big, terrible thing. Maybe it turned out to be nothing. The police are never going to be upset for helping you that you called 911 and you were scared. We're, we're there to help you. You should feel that the police are here to help you, protect you. It's important to hear that. Yeah. Yeah. Because you get in a situation, you think, oh, I'm just being – I'm. I'm creating something in my head. Well, guess what? You may not be. Right. Absolutely. And if you're thinking, hey, I wish the police were here, that's the time to call 911, not after the crime, not after you've been victimized. Right. Yeah. Yeah, that's good to hear you say. Well, Juan, thank you for your service. Thanks for doing everything that you are doing uh, and your colleagues as well. We appreciate the info. Great public service. Thank you, Ryan. Thanks, guys. Have a great morning. Thank you. So just be aware. Be aware. People are back out now and be aware of your surroundings. Compound vision like a fly. Mm-hmm. On air. On air with Ryan Seacrest.
wrapping it up for us today. Thank you for listening. Tomorrow, Adele. We'll talk to Adele tomorrow. 30 is finally out. Jared Leto also on the show. He's starting House of Gucci. What a crazy family story that is. You read some of the articles in the paper. And more tickets to our sold-out jingle. It is up front Thursday all day, so keep it here. Sissy and Gabby got you covered. Thanks for listening to On Air with Ryan Seacrest. Make sure to subscribe, and we'll talk to you again tomorrow.